I had a few people contact me after last week's episode asking about how to document a road trip. They loved the thoughts on planning one, but wanted to know more about what to do to capture those special moments while on the road and in between photo locales. So that's what we're going to talk about this week, how you can capture those moments and memories that make a road trip truly special. The shots you are going to look back at for years to come with special memories attached to them. This will make sure that you are getting the most out of your next road trip. This is episode 33 of the Travel and Adventure Photography School podcast. I'm your host, Rob Massey. Thank you so much for being here with me. I'm so happy that you are taking the time to grow your photographic skills via this podcast. The Travel and Adventure Photography School podcast is sponsored by Robert Massey Photography. We are an adventure photography firm based out of Calgary, Alberta, that works on creating adventure portraiture in some of the most amazing places on the planet. If you want to find out more about our work or collaborate with us on a project, you can follow along on our journey on Instagram at Robert Massey Photography. Now, on with our show. Photographic road trips like the one we talked about last week are so important for building up specific shots in your portfolio and for creating standout images. But they are also so invaluable for building memories and recording moments that you will treasure forever. They are a part of life. They are something that you will want to look back on when you're decades down the road and you will remember these kind of road trips. So how do you balance creating work, like we talked about last week, and recording memories? And how do you find those perfect moments to capture? Well, it starts with what we talked about last week, pre-planning your trip to know where and when you need to be places to create amazing work. If you want to learn more about the planning process, go check out episode 32 of the podcast. But starting with planning will take a lot of stress and worry off of your mind about places like where are we going to stay, where are we going to go, what are we going to do, and that will really help you be able to focus on just enjoying the road trip itself. I find taking away those kind of concerns really opens up my creative mind and really just lets me forget about a lot of my worries and concerns. All right, so you've planned the trip and you're hitting the open road. Now it's time to document that trip. Some of this will depend on if you have others traveling with you, like people or pets, but some of it also won't. So take that as you will as we go through these little steps and ideas throughout the rest of this episode. Most of what makes a road trip awesome is the journey. Getting to wherever you're tripping to is fantastic, but really the journey is the part that everyone really loves and remembers. So document that journey. Don't forget to take pictures as you like load the car and go through little roadside pullouts or when the kids are daydreaming out the window. Just look for all those little tiny moments that really show that journey between photo locations. Now, of course, this is where having someone to share the driving with really helps because you can keep an eye out for those little moments in time while they're worrying about making sure you don't drive off the road or anything like that. And these kind of documenting the journey photos may not make their way into your portfolio, but they will likely make their way into your heart. So some of the things to look out for when documenting the journey itself are reflections in car mirrors. Watch for how the landscape reflects in the side mirror of the car, or maybe you can see a kid's arm flowing on the wind out an open window. Just make sure to show off the mirror and the car and or bits of the road flying by along with that landscape behind you or that kid's arm flying through the air and you have a beautiful photo that kind of 
sums up part of that road trip. And also make sure to watch the rear view mirrors in the car itself, like the makeup mirror and the sunshades, because you can create some pretty spectacular photos of what's going on inside the car, of people reading, sleeping, playing games, whatever, with quick snapshots that show the inside of the vehicle. Too often what we see are lots of road trip photos from outside the car, or the car sitting in a location, or something like that. But those little moments inside are also a huge part of our journey. So don't forget to include them as well. Alright, a second thing to look out for, sleeping people. I'll be honest, this one sounds kind of weird, but sleeping people can make for amazing photos. Especially if you've gotten everyone up really early to hit the road, that early morning light, and some sleepy people can make for beautiful, softly lit portraits of your companions on the road. Now obviously don't take these photos of them while you're driving the car, but if you need to pull over, quietly get out, and take some photos through the windows of the vehicle if they're sleeping up against them, or just turn around in your seat ever so quietly to get that picture of your kid snuggled up in their car seat or somebody falling asleep in the back of the car with a blanket pulled over them. These are beautiful, wonderful, quiet images that you're just going to love forever. And finally, a third thing to look out for while you're documenting the journey is what happens on the side of the road. When you need to stop for a quick second to stretch your legs, let someone run into the bushes, whatever, keep an eye on what is going on around you. Are there other people in the parking lot doing things? Is the light hitting something just right? What are your other companions up to while they stretch? Is someone laid out on the hood of the car? Just anything. Just look around at what everyone else is doing and you might be surprised at what you'll see. And finally... Every other little thing like loading the car and when you're going back and forth between the car and say your hotel room, things like that. Anything that is really just those little extra moments. Just look for little photographs in there and it'll really add to the story that you're trying to tell with this road trip. Okay, so first step to getting awesome photos on your road trip. Document the journey. What's next? Well, you want to have a sense of adventure and pull off into every single little pullout that you have time to spare for. These little roadside pullouts can be super hit and miss for photography. Some of them are amazing and some are just downright dreadful. But pull off into them all anyway because you never know what you will find. One that looks terrible from the road could be absolutely amazing once you actually pull in and get out of the car. One of my favorite pullouts on Highway 40 in the Rockies looks like the view has been totally blocked by trees as you drive by. But if you walk through those trees, you get to this amazing meadow that gently slopes down into a valley that breaks out into an amazing view of the Rockies. And you just have to walk for two minutes off the road. So when you hit those little roadside pullouts, get out of your vehicle and explore the area for a bit. Look around and see what is going on. Go for a walk through the trees or the tall grass. Look behind buildings. Just put your creative eyes to work. Even if there is an amazing view, spend a little time exploring the area and you may find an even more amazing spot to shoot from. Speaking of getting out of your car, be ready to stop on the side of the road. I don't know how many times my wife and I have seen amazing views and just had to pull the car over onto the shoulder to take some shots. Don't just drive by going, oh, that's so beautiful, and then continue on wishing you weren't driving so you could take a photo. Stop the car and go get that shot. However, do this safely, of course, and only if there's enough room on the shoulder to fully get your vehicle off the road. 
don't park on the road and cause a hazard just to take a photo. Be cognizant of everyone else around you and if you are putting yourself or others at risk of injury or accident. And there will be times where you really can't stop on that road, but you really need to take that photo. So then go find a place that you can safely pull over and walk back down the road to that spot. Once again, if you can do so safely. One of my memories that I will hold forever from a road trip with my family when I was a kid was driving into Zion National Park in the United States through a tunnel. And as you drive through this tunnel, it's you enter, you're kind of deserty, and then you go and you're underneath a mountain, and then all of a sudden it breaks open, and you just see this amazing park open up around you. Except it's through like little portholes in the side of the tunnel. And all I can remember thinking when I was a kid was, there should be pterodactyls flying through there. And that is a photo I have always wanted to go back and take again. Except I know because of this tunnel, there are no shoulders and there are giant signs on it that say no stopping. So I wouldn't be able to go back and walk down that road to take that photo. And I wouldn't be able to stop the car to take that picture. So hopefully I'll have to let my wife drive and I'll snap that picture as we drive by through the window. But there will be those moments where you simply can't stop the car. And at that point, just enjoy the view. But as often as you can, be willing to stop that car and get out and take some photos. Oh, and on this topic, if you see wildlife on the side of the road, never get out of your car to photograph them. It doesn't matter if it's a predator or not. Don't get out of your car and approach wildlife. I know for most people, this seems fairly obvious, but living right near Banff and Canmore, you'd be amazed how many people every year I see get out of their car and approach bears or approach other animals. It's terrifying. And some people think because it's a herbivore, they're not going to do anything to them. No. A bison or rutting elk are just as likely to attack you as a bear munching on dandelions, or more so, depending on what you're doing. And they can kill you pretty easily. These are huge animals that can defend themselves from things like bears. So never get out of your car and approach wildlife to take photos. All right, rant over, moving on. (laughs) We've talked about plenty of pictures while you're on the road already. Now let's talk about getting some pictures when you actually get to destinations. Of course, go looking for photos of the tourist sites or whatever attraction people like in the area. But after you've done that, don't forget to also take photos that show off the location itself. Pictures most other people won't think to take, but that are there to show what that town or area is kind of like beyond the tourist spot. I love these kinds of pictures. They get to the heart of a road trip. And to me, that's part of the point of hitting the road, to see other places and to hear other stories. So go and look for what photos show off that area from your creative and artistic eye and what your heart is saying while you're wandering through there and what you should be taking pictures of. Finally, and this could be the most important way to get more epic, unplanned images on your road trip. Be nice to the people you meet. Be interested in their stories, their town, and what they want to show you. Ask them for their advice and their opinions and listen with an open mind. Actively listen to what they are saying and ask questions. You'd be amazed at how many people will want to show off their hometown to you or their restaurant or just so many other things. If you just show genuine, authentic interest. And it can start with as simple a question as, do you have any local areas that we should explore? Or something like, what are your favorite hikes around here? 
Just any number of things that gets that person to open up about the area they are from. Connection is a huge part of the human experience and is one of the things that binds us together as a people. So be open and honest with those around you and listen to their stories. Actively listen to their stories. This can open up so many amazing opportunities for you to see places that most tourists will never get to see. But don't be pushy about it. Be genuinely interested in the person and the photo opportunities will open up in front of you. Because most people are proud and happy to show off their area to you. So, go and learn from those who know it best. Those who are there. And that's really it. That's some of the ways I look for unplanned images while on a road trip. That last tip is probably the best of the bunch if you want genuine, connected photos while on the road. And if you are looking to see hidden gems. And beyond these tips for photos specifically, one of the other things is not to get too lost behind your camera. And just to enjoy the experience of being on the road. Let the photos flow out of you naturally as the situations arise. And this will lead to much more genuine and authentic imagery. And that's it for today. Thanks so much for tuning in and good on you for taking some time to grow your photographic knowledge. I'm Robert Massey and this has been the Travel and Adventure Photography School podcast. If you want to follow along with my journey, you can do so on Instagram at Robert Massey Photography. And for near daily tips about photography... You can follow along with this podcast Instagram account at Travel Adventure Photo School. Now, let's get out there and adventure. Bye for now.